Hey everybody, Alex Smolikoff, Luke Wright, FRS Hoops. LeBron James did it again. We're here post-game, Celtics-Cavaliers Game 6. Cavaliers win it, force a Game 7 on Sunday because LeBron James is a one-man wrecking crew. I don't really know what else to say. LeBron, this was the LeBron game. Kevin Love went out early, and it was LeBron from, uh, from that point forward. I think there was only maybe two other Cavs who even had double-digit scoring. Jeff Green, I think, had uh, like 14 or 16 points. Yeah, I mean, a couple of other guys and, did step up at times, but, but it was almost only because LeBron was letting them. I mean, this was this was yeah. a LeBron game through and through. And uh, the, I say he did, he did it again because this is what we've come to expect from LeBron in these types of games. I have a, a really interesting note here. This is from uh, Matt Moore, H, uh, HP Basketball, Hardwood Paroxysm, our friend on Twitter. In 2011, LeBron James and the Heat lost an elimination game in the finals to the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Since then, I'm going to I'm just going to read off LeBron James's lines in elimination games since then, okay? Okay. This is starting in game 6 of 2012 versus Celtics. I won't say whatever game was, but these are his lines. 45-15 and 5, 31-12 and 2, 32-8 and 4, 32-10 and 11, 37-12 and 4, 31-10 and 5, 32-18 and 9, 41-16 7, 41-8 11. 27 and you can add tonight's 46 11 and 9. So it sounds like there was only one game there that he scored less than 30 points. In elimination games since that 2011 finals defeat, his first year with the Big Three in Miami, he is averaging, going into tonight, was averaging 35.8 points, 11.6 rebounds, and 7.3 assists, and basically put up that game but better tonight. This is what he does. When his team is a, is, is a, their backs against the wall, he does not let them lose. He just doesn't let it happen. And, and we saw that again tonight. Home crowd behind him. The Celtics played well, better than they played on the road at all this series, certainly, and, and really for most of the playoffs. And it just didn't matter. It, it just it didn't matter. The, this is the thing that I think we'll have to take note of, especially going into Game 7, is we know what LeBron James is going to do. He's going to do what he always does in elimination games. He's going to come out here and he's going to perform and he's going to drop 45 points. He's going to be in contention for a triple-double. And you know that he's just is going to be a force on the court that you cannot stop or even realistically slow down. It, it's going to come down in Game 7 to an unstoppable force versus what has been an immovable object, basically. It's, it's LeBron James in an elimination game uh, and with a trip to the finals on the line again versus the Celtics, who are undefeated at home this postseason and have looked like a completely different team in Boston than they have on the road. So it, it's going to be fun, and, and I do expect another one of these types of LeBron games. I, I do want to address one elephant in the room. Kevin Love didn't play tonight, really. He got hurt in the first quarter. He left. They said that he was being evaluated for a concussion and that they kept him out of the game uh, precautionarily. Uh, so we don't know what his availability will be for Game 7. You, We both agree that the Cavaliers need him for Game 7, or certainly want him for Game 7, regardless of what happened in this game after he went out. Yes, absolutely. They definitely need as many pieces as possible to help LeBron, because while he might not be able to be stopped, everybody else on that roster can, to be perfectly honest, be pretty easily stopped. And so if you need every little bit of shooting, every little bit of rebounding, every little bit of outlet passing, whatever you can squeeze out of every other player that's not named LeBron James, you're going to need every ounce of it. And if Kevin Love is not able to to play in Boston, to be honest, I think that really 
kind of obviously LeBron is always going to have a shot, but without Kevin Love, I think that that shot is significantly lower. Yeah, I mean, of all the the role players on that Cavaliers team, you would think Kevin Love would be the one that you can trust sort of the most as as a veteran player in a road elimination game seven environment. I mean. George Hill had 20 points tonight. I don't see George Hill having 20 points on the road in a Game 7 in Boston. Uh, Jeff Green had 14 tonight. I'm not really sure I even see Jeff Green having 14 points in an elimination Game 7 on the road. It's going to be LeBron, and he's, he's going to need some kind of help. The, the role players on Boston are going to play better at home. That team just plays better when they are comfortable in the Garden You want Kevin Love back. I I know they played significantly better in this game once he left, but I don't think that's a function of, oh, the Cavs are better without Kevin Love or they match up better without Kevin Love. No, I think this was LeBron James saying, I clearly am going to need to do it all tonight, and then he did it. And and asking him to do that two times in three days is a lot, uh, and asking him to do it on the road is is even more difficult. The, there are two things that I thought of when Kevin Love left and they start to play a little bit better. One was it forced Ty Lue to switch from his bad coaching decisions to better coaching decisions. He he wasn't able to he he let Tristan Thompson. A little bit more. He still had doubles on Al Horford, which is pointless because the whole point of bringing Tristan Thompson in is so that you don't have to double Al Horford. That's why he is there. That's why he is starting. And so I think when Kevin Love went out, he kind of doubled him a little bit less. But also, I think that uh, that t- Tristan Thompson-Al Horford matchup is going to be one of the most important in Game 7 because Al Horford played, like, complete crap tonight. I was I was really disappointed in, in Horford's effort tonight, and, and, and it's impossible to know how much of his sort of uh, disappearance on the offensive end is a, a product of him not wanting to take the shot or him not getting in position or, or just a game plan that doesn't revolve around him on offense and, and often doesn't need to. But... Al Horford, you could argue this is probably the biggest game of Al Horford's career. I mean, a chance for his first trip to the finals on the line. And he went 2 of 8 uh, for 6 points. He was a minus 14 on the night. He did have 9 rebounds. Uh, he missed 2 of his 4 free throws, including a couple big ones late when it looked like the tide just might be turning. Uh, he needs to be better. Him uh, and Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason Tatum also looked a little hesitant. Uh, he ended up, he did end up shooting seven of thirteen, but a lot of those points were later in the game. Um, I mean, Rozier and Brown, they were excellent tonight, twenty-eight and twenty-seven points respectively. But yeah, I mean, they they need their veteran leader to step up and be a veteran leader. And I understand that, especially with someone like Horford, who I do think is is in general underrated, and, and people tend to look too much at his box score, and uh, they don't see the flashy point totals, and they they think less of him. I don't necessarily think he needs to lead this team in Game 7 from a scoring standpoint, but I just want him to be more involved. Uh, it, it, there were large stretches of this game where he was essentially invisible on offense, and I think at the very least he needs to be touching the ball more and facilitating more, uh, if not necessarily scoring more. So that that is what I think the, the game plan needs to be for the Celtics. They need Al Horford to, to look like the veteran leader of this team, the rest of the role players and, and, and the, the rising stars, if you will, just kind of need to play like they have been. Uh, and then you, you got to do something about LeBron James if it's possible. I don't know if it is because tonight it's it was not. pretty much impossible stuff. It, it's not. I, I think we've reached the point in uh, his career where I am comfortable enough to say it is physically impossible to stop LeBron James. So with that being said, and I'm sure that if not us, then others uh, ahead of Game 7 will give their predictions as well. But, you know, fresh off this Game 6, 
Again, it was a lot of what we've seen already. The home team coming out and playing better than the road team, mixed in with a little bit of LeBron James not being human. Who do you think wins Game 7? Do the Celtics win at home and, and make their surprise finals trip, or is LeBron James in a Game 7 too steep of a hill to climb for them? So I'm going to make my pick, and I'm going to make one caveat, which I think is, is going to be a fair one. I will say Celtics win Game 7. But if Kevin Love is able to play and he's able to actually be fully healthy, um, concussions are a funny thing, especially because Kevin Love has had several of them. Um, I do think if he's able to be back and he's able to be very healthy, I think uh, Cleveland takes it. But other than them having monster games, my prediction is Celtics win. Sometimes you just, you watch LeBron James, and I, I hope we don't, take him for granted. I mean, we do take him for granted. Yeah, we even, even halfway through this game, all you see on, on Twitter and in social media is more you know Michael Jordan comparisons. LeBron James, what he did tonight is something that, had he not done, he would have been killed for. Had he not come out and scored 40-plus, had he not come out and willed his team to a Game 6 win, he would have been eviscerated for it. And instead, it's just, oh, LeBron doing what he always does. It's incredible when he is on how he just tells you, I'm not losing tonight. I mean, those back-to-back threes he hit in the fourth quarter, once to make it a 10-point game, Celtics come back, quickly score, make it an 8-point game, and then he hits a th- this, the exact same shot, only this time with the buzzer, with the uh, shot clock buzzer in the background, uh, hits another one and, and really puts the game away. He, he gets into a mode where no matter what you try and do to stop him, uh, no matter what your, your game plan becomes, he, he will beat you. And that's what he did tonight. And if he's that in Game 7, the Celtics are in a lot of trouble. They absolutely are going to be – they're going to be scared. They, they, I and think, they should be. I think you saw that a little bit at the start of this game. Is they got a little rattled when LeBron James started doing LeBron James things, and J- Jason Tatum and Al Horford only had like five shots total to start the game, and that's just not enough. Yeah, it, it just wasn't enough. They they looked like I said they looked better on the road than they have pretty much all postseason and certainly all series. They they did have a lead after one quarter, but they they let it get away from them in the second and third, and, and it became too much to come back from in the fourth. So. The unstoppable LeBron James train versus the immovable Boston Celtics at home in Game 7 should be a good one. After a pretty lackluster uh, second round, these these conference finals have actually picked up some steam and, and looks like we're in for two really good ones. Uh, so that'll do it for us tonight, at least as far as uh, recapping this game. Uh, basically, that was 10 minutes worth of saying LeBron James is incredible uh, and is the reason the Cavaliers have lived to see another day.